What you got over there, girl? Venti white chocolate mocha without the topping. What you got over there? I got a venti double chocolate chip frappuccino double espresso shots. Mmm. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday! What it do, boo? What it do, babe? Man, another quarantine day. Hashtag house for us. I'm just glad to be back on this podcast scene. Well, I'm just glad to be premiered on my first ever podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Hopefully I like it. I hope you stay. Well, if I don't, it ain't gonna be This Is Us. It's gonna be This Is You. <laughs> Thank <laughs> This Is Us podcast is sponsored by... Whoever wants to sponsor us. Today's episode is... Whatever you want it to be. Because this is us, John and Bria. And now, it is time to dive into this week's episode. Yay! So, babe, how did we meet? We connected online. So, boo. Mm-hmm. What was your first impression of me? Just by looking at your pictures, I already knew you were going to be funny, sweet, honest, and caring. And I just couldn't help but to just get connected to you. What about your first impression of me? Well, to be honest, the first time I saw you, saw your picture, Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, that girl looked good. (laughs) But seriously... I thought you would look like you would be a sweet young lady. Oh. You look like you'd be very fun, funny, mm-hmm. caring, mm-hmm. and all that is so true today. Oh, you're so sweet. Mm, you're sweeter. Oh. Now let's talk about our top two pet peeves with each other. My biggest pet peeve is when I get up to go to the restroom and I tell them I'm going to the restroom to do my routines then two minutes later he wants to get up and stand in the doorway and ask me a million questions well my defense (laughs) you know i'm helen keller at times i'm blind and i can't hear so i maybe didn't hear what you said and i always gotta go to the bathroom you already know that so (laughs) here i come and you're always in there when i have to go i'm sorry well that's my biggest pet peeve Number two for you. Okay, my second pet peeve is you give yourself the title of Google Master because you like to Google everything from the sun up to the moon down. And I know you don't do it because you don't trust me, but you Google everything. You can thank your father-in-law for that. Just Google it! (laughs) Okay, your top pet peeve for me... Alright, so this joker over here, she loves to cut her fingernails and toenails 24-7. She have nubs and still try to cut them. (laughs) I can't help it! Alright, I have no defense for that. They just grow back so fast though, I just can't help it. But what's your second pet peeve for me? Alright, so some of you know the song, country song. Every light in the house is on. Well, this joker over here, she leaves every light in the house on like it's Christmas. Now she acts like it's the Motel 6. We'll leave the light on for you. Okay, so it's not like I don't go back to the lights. You will come and cut the lights off within 30 seconds like I forgot that the lights are on. I know I'm going back to it. 
I'm just trying to save us some money. Turn the lights off, boo. <laughs> All right, babe. It's now time to dive into those serious questions. Let's do it. So, babe, we've talked about this between ourselves, but what is your level of nervousness about Rona trying to postpone our wedding? My level of nervousness is probably a five because with all that's going on and all the stores reopening, we don't know if there's going to be a second wave of Rona, and that's what makes me a little nervous. But if it's meant to be, it's going to be meant to be, and it's all in God's hands on my side. What about you? I also feel the same way, but my level is probably at a six, only because they are opening up everything way too soon. You know, um, I'm already seeing a lot of cases that are popping back up because states like Georgia are already, you know, letting malls reopen and everything. And I really just don't want that to happen for Louisiana or Texas and Virginia. So I'm just at a six, but like you said... If it's meant to be, then it's meant to be, and just got to keep praying. Amen. How is our relationship different from others? Let's get your take. Okay, so I think a lot of couples in their upper 20s are more so focused on things of this world versus the things that actually do matter. I will piggyback off of that because I really do agree with that because kids or upper 20 adults be seem like they all they want to do is go party, party, party. Mm-hmm. All they worry about is the material things of life. But I think where we are different, we put God first. We go to church anytime the doors are open. And I think that's what separates us from a lot of millennial relationships. I couldn't say it any better than what you just said. Thanks. <laughs> So, is it hard being with somebody of a different race? Alright, the way I want to answer this is kind of biblically. In the Bible, we learn about the Lord's Prayer. The first two words of that says, Our Father. Mm -hmm. If you really think about that, Our Father, we are all made in His image. Mm -hmm. Black, white, Mexican, Chinese, we are all made in His image. So, dating somebody of a different race... I don't see any problem with it or have any issues with it because we are all made in his image. What about you? That's really good. I also feel the same way. Um, God made somebody for me, which just so happens to be of a different skin tone. I'm not going to argue with it. I love you from the bottom of my heart, and I'm going to marry you, and I can't wait to marry you. I cannot. Am I going to start crying? Oh, my God. I love you. I love and you too. I don't see race, so that's how I feel about it. So now this is a hard hitting question for you. Oh Lord. Is it hard for you being with someone who has a disability? No. Well, let me rephrase that. Yes. It was at the beginning because I've never been with anybody that had a disability and I didn't know what to expect. It feels like that my mind was trying to think the absolute worst on what I had to do and everything. But in all actuality, you do 99% of everything. It's that one, only 1% is that you can't drive. So, no, it's not hard at all being with somebody with a disability. I have to agree with that. 
because I live with somebody that has a disability every day, myself, and it's very easy. <laughs> so, babe, mm -hmm. was it hard for your family to adjust to the changes, like dating and moving? As far as dating, my family is super supportive, but on the flip side, they're also super um, concerned about who I bring around the family. And as they got to know you for who you are, there was no problem with that. As far as me moving, that was a bit of an adjustment for me as well as for my family because I had to quit both of my jobs and we had to move out here within a three-day span. So that's really not enough time to tell everybody goodbye. But after the months, you know, everybody adjusted to it and it's all good over here. What about you? The dating part of it, my family was very happy because you're actually was my first girl. Mm -hmm. And they was happy because I found somebody who loved me for who I was and not for what I had in the bank account. Because mm -hmm. I got my own. She bring her own bread to I the house. I my own sourdough, rye bread, wheat bread, white bread. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the moving part was hard on mainly my parents because they used to me being around the house all the time, 24-7, mm -hmm. 27 years straight. I think it was harder on me leaving at first because I missed like my nieces, my niece and my nephew. But thank God for FaceTime. I could see them anytime I want to. So I think the move got easier for me throughout the process. Babe. What you got? Please talk to the people about how difficult it was for you trying to get a job out here in Houston. All right. First off, I will say this. The economy here in Houston is booming. What they say on the line, what they say in the media is not a lie. The economy is booming. But when it comes to somebody that has a disability, such as myself, it is way more difficult. Mm -hmm. I began trying to get a job in Houston in May. May, June, July, August, September rolled around. I went through at least 15 face-to-face -face interviews countless a measure more over the phone and some of the interviews they would tell you on the application process oh this is an indoor inside job this is an office job then you get to the interview and then they hit you with it oh you gotta go door to door well personally it would not have been hard for me to get to the job because I had it set up where they would take me to work with a disability service here in Houston but what made it harder is for me to go door-to-door. To door. Mm -hmm. So that disqualified me from a lot of jobs due to they wouldn't be able to accommodate me. So it is difficult in Houston for somebody with a disability to get a job. Yes, they have a law called the ADA. That is the Americans with Disabilities Act, which helps people with disabilities to get a job within the workplace. That law supposedly helps people get accommodations so these workplaces are supposed to follow these accommodations if you're qualified to get a job there but personally I believe that a lot of these jobs don't follow the ADA law because somebody like me I have a master's degree I'm highly qualified in a lot of areas and I still did not get any job offers I couldn't even get a job at the freaking mall here which is sad because you're extremely qualified for a job 
at any of those stores at the mall. And for me, it's frustrating because seeing somebody that has their bachelor's and their master's degree to just get strung along through the whole process, like, yeah, you're going to get the job, we'll call you back, we'll call you back, but never gets a call back or just gets lied to, it's extremely frustrating. But like I told John last month, if you were working at that mall over there, you wouldn't be having a job right now because of what this Rona stuff is doing. So it's actually a blessing in disguise that you didn't get the job over there. Exactly. All right, babe. Last thing to discuss here. Okay. How have you been adjusting to the changes due to Rona? I've been adjusting well because before all this even happened, I used to complain about not having enough time with you. So now I get unlimited time with you and I love it. Do you miss your children at school? As bad as them little suckers were. <laughs> I do miss them. I miss, you know, the good times that we had in the classroom. And I just hope that they remember the good times as well. And we just got to keep moving forward. But what about you? To me, the change is, is the same for, to me because I'm still on my day-to-day -day normal routine schedule. Mm -hmm. That brings up something that I want to address. Hold on, people. The last few months, I've been having folks talking to me about, you're the man of the house. You need to go get a job. Blah, 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 <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is something that me and Bria discussed as a couple, that I would be the man that would stay at the house. She's not the only one bringing in money. I have a source of income myself. I'm not just sitting at the house eating little Debbie cakes. Or Star Crunch or oatmeal cream pies or strawberry shortcake rolls or Oreos. Well, I do sit on my butt and eat some Oreos. <laughs> Needless to say, I do not just sit around the house. I do all the chores around the house. I cook, I clean, take the trash out. I'm the man of the house. So, I don't need to get out and get a job if me and my wife, my soon-to-be wife, agree on me being the man of the house and not going out doing something. And that's that. You heard it from him, folks. The man of the house. Mic drop. <laughs> All right, folks. To award somebody from our first premiere episode, Bria and I are giving away a Starbucks gift card Woo! for the first 10 people that write us in a message or on comments. We'll be put in a drawing and we will decide a winner next week on our next episode. Thanks for joining us on This Is Us with John and Bria. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Stay tuned for our bloopers. Oh, snap. God bless. All right, babe. Lastly, how have you been changing? Yeah, next. Changing what? Babe, talk to the pillow. I'm not ready, though. So, was it hard for your family while yours? Never mind. Go to the next question. Never mind. Howdy, hi. So, how was our question? <laughs> you ain't ready. <laughs> 
<laughs> what you laughing at? This is so how's our question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, let me see what Anthony said. Gum! Let me see what Anthony said. Okay, your top pet peeve for me. Alright, so this joke over <laughs> So babe, how did we meet? We connected online. So babe. Yes. Or your fudge now we can stop the this is us podcast is sponsored by whoever wants to provide a sponsorship. Like today's episode is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then you be like today's episode is. Yes.